Hi, I'm Johnny Keefe, and you're watching The Libio Show. How did she do it? What's up, everybody? Livio here with The Livio Show. Today, we have a special episode featuring my friend and drummer from Boys Not Girls, Mr. John Keefe. How's Hi. it going? It's going. It going is great? going. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. How are you? I'm pretty good. I'm a little sore oh. um, from going to the gym a lot. Yeah. Doing a lot of that. Love a lot it. Of, a lot of Brazilian jiu-jitsu right down the street. They just opened a... Um, my coach from uh, L.A., this guy, Sean Williams, just opened a Henzo Gracie Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu school in Brentwood. Awesome. So I was over there rushing to get over here. Love it. Well, glad you made it. I did. Honored you made it. In one piece, too. Yes, Barely. for sure. <laughs> I almost got hit like 900 times. I drove yeah. I drove 95. You Well, I, I was I driving never, I drive 65 really here. People were getting in my lane. Yeah. Like, not. I think people have lost a sense of how to drive during 2020 yeah. because we've been cooped up. Yeah. I. So there's the, um, what is it, the, the HOV lane? Right. So I didn't know that it's only from, like, 4 to 6 until today. Oh. And then I read the sign, and I was like, oh, sick. Let's see no. what this baby can do. Let's use this to our yeah. advantage. Yeah. Yes. So, um, yeah, I've been I've been really, really good, really active, even though every the country's kind of been shut down and then not shut down, and then I think it's going to shut down again or something. Um, but it really hasn't really changed my life at all. I mean, it actually probably made me a better human. I'm, like, yeah. actively more healthy. Um, not that I wasn't healthy before, but I'm just like outside building things. And um, I took up like woodworking. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. And love it. And um, I like redid my backyard and took out the old axe and the old hammer and I started clearing stuff. Um, I bought this like little piece of land next to me. Um, so I've been digging up stumps and, you know, clearing trees and. Good, nice nature cleanse. Yeah. Well, I guess, yeah. allegedly, so <laughs> allegedly, allegedly, um, the, like, vitamin D is obviously really good for you, but right. they were saying, I, I was re reading and I've heard that it's really good for um, the COVID stuff, so thankfully, I haven't experienced it yet, but... I've been outside, so. I also believe, like, your mental health, though, is a huge part of it. Like, yeah. if you can keep that and your physical yeah. health, like, balance together, which, yeah. I mean, balance is, I don't know, like, health. Yes. How often you can keep balance in life. I would completely agree. I don't have any balance. I have to, like, be fucking balls to the wall with a new project every other week. Otherwise, I'll go crazy. That I guess maybe that's my balance. I yeah. can't sit still. I have to be yeah. doing things. Otherwise, like, mentally, I'll just, like, lose it. I will say, though, the thing that I noticed about you is you have really great discipline, That's, which yeah. I respect. It took me a long time, a yeah. long time um, to get there um, just because I'm, like, creative, very creative. So yeah. it's, like, when you're really creative, it's hard to, like, be disciplined. 
But um, so like since we're not, you know, the band and stuff isn't really doing anything. We haven't really done much anyways in the last couple of years. Um, I've had to find other outlets, um, that being, um, you know, wrestling and teaching. I teach mm-hmm. Brazilian jiu-jitsu and I'm like way into that. That's been like my focus over the last couple of years amongst other things. Um, and yeah, so my balance, I guess, is just making sure that I'm present and I have to get up and go to the gym and make that's, and I also love it. So that, that helps because, um, if you don't love it going to the gym, it absolutely sucks, you know? So, um, just having a, some sort of thing that I do every day. Um, it started actually with like, did you ever hear about, I don't, I don't remember who said it, but like if you get up and you make your bed, Right. It sets the tone for the day. No joke. I don't make my bed, but <laughs> no, I did that though. I, cause I was so all over the place. Like, I, you know, yeah. being on the road and stuff for so long, you just like get in this like zone of you're driving to another place. You slept like shit. you're out, you know, all hours, you know, yeah. drinking and partying and then you're sleeping that off. And then you have sound check at three and then you're sitting in a, you know, an arena like, um, crack house, crack den in the back with like the crack lighting, like a hockey arena. Right. That's, and you just like, you go crazy. So I have to have things. So, uh, yeah, balance is important, but I guess everybody's balance is a little bit different. And I think, um, yeah, getting up and starting there, making your bed, Helps. It does. And I still try to make my bed, obviously. But but having yeah. some sort of structure, because even like for me, I'm used to going into an office and then that stopped this year because of freelance and then COVID happened. And so having something each day where I'm yeah. not just kind of like waking up and going, oh, what am I going to do today? Yeah. You have to get real f-ing creative. Really creative. <laughs> you do. You have to get yeah. creative. But it's this has been a, like some people are like, oh, it's the worst time ever. What am I going to do? I'm going to have to sit <laughs> Like watch TV all day. I'm like, dude, I like I canceled my cable. I literally canceled my cable. I'm like, I'm not. I mean, this was like two weeks ago, but I'm like, I don't watch yeah. it anyway. So like, there's way because there's there's all this shit to do. Like I'm up at like six and I'm like outside and I'm like I gotta do Love all that. this. Shit. And then like last night I was like I have to finish this land and it's just like it's a lot of work. Like. I took out a stump the other day that was probably, I mean, God damn. It was, it, it was the size of like half my, my truck. Okay. That's and like, massive. I took, like this tree, it falls right. like this big old tree. And so I'm like, how am I going to do this? But you know, YouTube and I figured it out and I got my chainsaw and an ax and, and I got it done. Um, but yeah, so I'm like up early and I'm, doing all my shit, going to the gym, and then <laughs> yesterday yeah. I have, the, like, the light on my head. I bought one of those where <laughs> I could work outside because I was just, like... And then so Gabby can find you if she lost you. She'll just see the yeah. light. Yeah. She's like, yeah. What, what are you doing? <laughs> She's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Why? She's like, I see you less now that there's COVID because you're just outside, like, outside all day till the night. I built I built a shed, which was pretty wild. Look at you. Yeah. The inner woodsman. I was like, Shit, I have all these tools, and the garage is just getting too cluttered. So, 
I went on uh, YouTube and figured out how to build a shed and then bought more tools and now that is too small. So then I was like, I'm not building a fucking big shed. So I, right. I bought one. I yeah. got a, I got a placement in a TV thing. So I was like, cool. So I bought a shed, but I still have to clear this sort of land. And then I found a sewer, which was pretty wild. I haven't opened it yet. But, but maybe one day. Yeah, I don't know. And then I found a lot of, like, old Doritos bags when I was cl- clearing this stuff. Um, I love Doritos. They could have been mine. Um, bunch of nails. Haven't stepped in one yet, Great. thankfully. Um, yeah. So Love it. I got a lot of shit going on. A lot going on. It sounds like you've self-taught. A lot yeah. of it. What yeah. do you has that been the trajectory for you know most everything that you're involved in like with drum like well, drumming with, and with drumming, yeah. I with drumming I I picked up a pair of drumsticks my dad had gotten as a gag gift um, for <laughs> Christmas and they yeah. were like this big and I still have them in my house I actually just found them and brought them to Nashville they're literally like this big now a normal size is probably like this big but uh-huh. they're like this big and. Um, it was this like '80s sort of like rock drumming sort of gag gift with this little like rubber pad for you to practice on, and I saw them and I was like, "Oh, okay, like I gotta take these." And then I just like and was could Went not stop. It. Yeah, but I wanted to sign up. I remember when I was in fifth grade, they had like the band instructor who I'm still pretty close with, Mr. Conti. He uh, came in with the snare drum and like the tuba and yeah. you know all that stuff and he hit the snare drum and I was like bing like that was That's it. it that yeah. was it and I was addicted and I could not stop and um but I didn't get to go get the snare drum at first because we didn't have any money my parents like now now like we don't it's and then I realized like growing up I'm like it was $45 a month <laughs> like how poor are we right. but we were pretty poor i guess yeah. so yeah so then but you I don't know hooked. what you don't have though if you're not i had no idea it, you like know? i didn't have you know i don't remember ever getting new clothes up until like i could buy them we went to savers which uh which is like um goodwill yeah essentially or saint vincent's down the street yeah i got all my clothes there but now that's like all the rage everybody's getting all the used shit all the vintage yeah all the everything yeah, yeah. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I refuse to buy vintage stuff now. I just buy new stuff. No, just I'm just kidding. Fresh. Yes, no, yeah. my boots are used. I, I love shoes. And Gabby uh, sells vintage clothes. So, yes, I she mean. Does. Valley Girl, is it Valley Girls? or I can't remember. Valley Girl Vintage, that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Go look it up. Yeah. Yeah, it's really look great. It up. On the way. Yeah. On Online, everywhere, Instagram. Yeah, she's got a hell of a little business there. It's, yeah. it's, it's been a lot of. Um, digging for things um but she's got a really good eye for it and people seem to take to it so she's been on 12 south um, friday saturday and sunday uh selling in like a booth sort of thing which Mm -hmm. has been really cool so yeah yeah so being around someone that obviously has started their own thing and then you obviously kind of paving your way and choosing Mm -hmm. your path and finding interest that, that that you enjoy yeah what do you think is so great about Allowing yourself to continue to learn in life and um, having appreciation for always learning and developing yourself. Well, the amazing thing about martial arts, and I've always been kind of actively yeah. into it, whether I'm like watching fights. My brother is a, um, 
he does boxing and he's okay. a bo like a very, very high level boxing coach and has had Olympians and stuff like that. So I've been around that and he's very regimented in, in that. And I think having the creative aspect that you have in like something like Brazilian Jiu Jitsu or wrestling where it's always evolving and it's always changing and the problem solving. Yeah has allowed me to like take that. That's why I need to do that before I do things in the, during the day. If I can if I can get through like someone strangling me or like trying to break my arm off, the rest of the day is a cakewalk. So this is a great interview because yeah. you were able to fit that in before this. I had to. <laughs> yeah. I had to. And it's super important. Um and it allows me to like it it like op it like opens up your mind, you know, I mean, without yeah. opening up your mind. You know, I want to speak to that really quickly because I think in general, you know, we're in a society where we're either medicating through whatever yeah, alcohol or we're medicating through our phones, yeah. distractions. So I want to hear your thoughts on that. So going to something that's healthy. Okay. Uh, the phone. Let's talk about the phone. Let's talk about I the phone. I hate the phone and I barely let's know how to use it. Yeah. Like I, I don't look at it. Um, that much as uh, I used to, but you know how you can check your screen time. Yeah. So during when this this COVID uh, stuff started, and I started going outside and doing all these projects, I would lose my phone. I lose my phone all the time, and I had the you know like the tile thing, but I had yeah. it just like sat in my drawer. <laughs> but I'd lose my phone and I get all pissed off, and eventually I just kept losing it enough where I just was like whatever, and I would just be outside. So then I just didn't use my phone. Like, literally wouldn't go on it for days because I would lose it. It would be outside, like, under sticks or something like that and find it. And I was like, whatever. There's nothing going on anyway. It's just people complaining whether this is real or this is fake right. or I hate this guy and this guy's a racist and this guy's a piece of shit and fuck him and blah, blah, blah. So I was yeah. like, I don't really want to see this shit anyway. So, like, and I'm happy. I'm I was like, man, I'm the happiest I've ever been. And I wonder why. So, um, yeah, I think the phone really sucks, and it sucks the life out of people. We do need it, and it should, like, because of the times we live in, yeah. it's good to have. But it's like, I've thought about, like, getting a fucking flip phone. I don't know how to use it anyway. Well, they have, I saw where there is a phone you can buy. Honestly, it doesn't even really look like a real phone, just because it's just so ridiculous how they made it. But it's like a clear it's a, literally a clear, like a square really? about the size of the iPad, maybe smaller. Yeah. And it just has the numbers on it. And you, it's like a calculator, honestly. Huh. And you take it with you when you are running errands, and then you leave your smartphone at home. Oh, that's kind of cool. But I can't remember what it's called. Yeah, I just, it's just overwhelming. And it, it's like a, it's a, like if I'm looking at my phone before bed, I won't fall asleep. Yeah. And I've been like, I try actively not to do that. But sometimes we get stuck. And I found myself recently, you know, over the last, you know, couple weeks, I'm looking at it a little bit more. I'm like, man, like, where's the time going? You know, where is it going? And I'm like, I don't have enough time to do stuff. So I try to, like, I try not to use it as much and, like, yeah, unless I kind of have to. I mean, it's, I mean, the world we live in, you, you have to. You, you have, have to, to be able to answer emails and like, you know, people are trying to get a hold of me and like, but then again, there's like not a hell of a lot going on. Like my industry, excuse me, um, doing film and TV, writing yeah. songs, 
that is kind of shut down because they're not shooting commercials. Right. I mean, they are, but they're few and far between. And it's like I do uh, sync music, synchronization music for, uh, it's basically uh, elevator music, but for commercials. But I do like rock and roll and like cool stuff. So like if a brand, for example, wants to use uh, like a Foo Fighters song, right? Mm-hmm. But they don't want to pay you know, a million bucks to use, you know, My Hero by the Foo Fighters, I'll have a song that maybe it sounds sort of like the Foo Fighters and then... Melodically the same, but... Well, maybe. Yeah. Not, I mean, not necessarily, like, the same sort of, like, vibe. Because okay. it's all about the vibe for a commercial or, like, like, like keywords, you know, like... Mm-hmm. The, uh, like, if you're doing, like, something for home goods, you do, like, It Brings You Home. You know, that sort of thing. Right. But the problem is, is like the, the market got so oversaturated because everybody figured out what we were doing. And then it got small that it's like impossible to get a commercial right now. So it's like I went from having like five commercials a week, like a couple years ago to like, I don't even fucking, I don't even know. I'm like, OK, so like, I, what do I do? You just never know. Yeah. Like I hit up yeah. the, the president of um, of Sony, Brian Monaco. And I was like, hey, what are you guys looking for right now? And he's like, well, he's like, I guess the same stuff that we're always sort of looking for, but they're not really, they're not really shooting much. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like, we're kind of at a standstill. So it's been kind of rough in that, in that uh, respect. But, you know, thankfully I've been s- relatively smart with uh, my finances and I don't live in like the craziest biggest house ever and like have an overhead that's so high that I can't you know afford to do the things I want to do and you know pace yourself over time yeah yeah yeah. so yeah this time has definitely made me more self-con like aware self-conscious uh self-aware of like what I'm doing you know Mm -hmm. which is kind of cool and what I can do and what I can learn and it's like man like we actually have like a lot of time in the day if we use it there's, but I don't have enough time now. Because <laughs> <laughs> you create all these like, projects wait, for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Which is fun. Like, I'm like, Fuck, I got so many things to do. Right? Yeah. 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 So, so yeah. it's just, you know, how many people have access to you, I think is one thing. And then it's yeah. how much do you spend your time scrolling their phone, watching TV, read, like, how can the you TV create is a, a day? life suck at the end of the night because yeah. you'll sit there and watch for hours and like, we just watched the Queen's Gambit. Have you seen that? No, but it uh, sounds amazing. It's awesome. Chess. It's like about this like chess wizard. Yeah. Really, really cool. But then I find myself like falling asleep at two and then I'm not like waking up at seven, you know, like I want to be, wa- I want to wake yeah. up when the sun's coming up because I can get the most enjoyment out of the day. And now the sun is, the sun is uh, setting uh, earlier, yeah, like, which really which is sucks. Pro- it's about to be soon. Like, it's probably yeah, gonna set yeah. Soon. It sets at f- <laughs> like four forty, and I'm like, <laughs> like I have like a bunch of stumps and like sticks in my pickup truck that I need to bring to the place, and yeah. like I'm like, when am I gonna do that? Um, so yeah, yeah. So I mean, the struggle. Um, I want to talk about boys like girls for a second. Okay, obviously, sure. Um, you moved your Asia tour, yep, and uh, Australia tour to next year, yep, twenty twenty one, yep. I want to talk about your fan base a little bit. Like, yeah. what has it been like interacting them with them now? But then maybe those that have been with you the entire time, like looking back on. So it's different here than it is overseas because, yeah. like, here, I feel like they get our like people get our music right away, but 
overseas it's like it's there's a little bit of lag in some yeah. places. And then they're just fans for like ever. Like these people are just fans for ever. <clears throat> Especially in Asia, it's crazy. They're like amazing. They're amazing. Not all the fans are amazing, but 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 they're dedicated. They, well, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It yeah. just seems like they're a little bit more like, like invested. Yeah, I, yeah. like because we we sold out some of those dates and like there was like one or two that sold out in like a minute. I'm like, who the who the fuck are we? Or am I Taylor Swift? You know, who am I? Who am I? Um. So yeah, we uh, we had to postpone. It it sucked because we were like all like yes like we're ready, ready. to go. Martin's got his the night game band that he's been doing. Paul's been doing um, uh, country music and been really sort of uh, successful. And that's kind of I think how our our interaction hap- happened because yeah. uh, you're friends with LJ mm-hmm. and Paul was working with LJ and then Gabby started taking photos. And then now we're just all. And now we're here. And then we saw each other in the voting and line. This is it. <laughs> this is where we're at. And this is where it this ends. is how it happened. Um, <laughs> so we're going to close the circle here today. And we're say just, goodbye. No one else is allowed. Okay. Yeah, yes. So <laughs> no more access. There's no more people. Um, yeah. So the the tour is postponed, and um, yeah, I, I guess we'll do it next year. You know. Yeah. Is there something about touring that you didn't know that you Love that maybe you're really looking forward to next year. Um, I know that I dislike it more now yeah. that I'm older um, because flying, like every time I fly now, I'm like my body like retains all this water and my feet will like swell up and shit and it makes me feel kind of shitty and then my sleep gets all fucked up. Yeah. And when that happens, like I don't feel great and then I'm not like doing my normal routine. So it takes me a minute. But then again, I haven't really toured and quite a while so i'm sure it's always fun because you know paul when and you get there's getting there yeah paul, yeah paul and martin are like my, my best friends and we're not the same guys like you know we're not like the party animals we were when we were in like our 20s mm-hmm. you know that's i don't even like when i see pictures and like watch interviews or like i was watching our dvd because gabby had never seen it and i was like i like Got choked up because I'm like, I don't know who the fuck that guy is, but I do remember that. Yeah. But, like, even the way I am and the way I talk, and I'm like, man, I would fucking just beat the shit out of myself. <laughs> like, what are you doing, you asshole? Like, what are you, what is, what are you doing? Wait, what year was this from, the DVD? Like, uh, was this it- was, like, 2009. Okay. I think, yeah. And it's cool, and, like, I'm, like, a good guy, I think, but... I don't know. Just I, I'm just like, what, what is you going change, on? I feel like though you even change so much, and I mean, I'm, I'm, in, I'm not even thirty yet. I have one year till thirty, but like, in the last four years, like in your twenties, it's just a lot. You're just all over the place until yeah. you get settled. Yeah. Well, this is an amazing time for you that you're starting, you yeah. know, to do this stuff now because, you know, this is the frame. This can be part of the framework for your sort of future or not or you can realize wow i really fucking don't like this and i suck at it and i want to i want to work at a laundromat who knows but it's at least you're doing something there's a lot of people that you know through this like i was saying is just like sitting on their couches and getting fat and i've seen so many of them because they're scared and like that's that's valid totally valid i get it but at some point you know i would think that you got to do something 
you know? Yeah, fear can't learn your life. Or, like, play video games or something, you know? But there's a lot of that. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. So, no, knowing, uh, yeah, so knowing that guy versus now is just, like, pretty wild. And the, the touring, yeah, I don't know. I think we'll have a blast because we all hang out still all the time anyway. Like, we talk to each other every day. I'm at Paul's, like, at least once a week for football. And then when Martin's not, like... You know, in, in his Winnebago or whatever he's doing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When he's not doing that. When he's not hippified. Yeah. Which is so yeah. weird. He's like, yeah. a, I don't know what you'd call what's going on there. It's like country, country meets like. A uh, little bit of 80s. 80s. Yeah. I don't know what you'd call that. It's like a top hat with like disco and then like track suits. Like I look like I'm from Pawtucket, Rhode Island, and I sell Oxycontin <laughs> or something, you know? Like, That's amazing. You know? Yeah. Now, like, do you, I'm not sure where 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 it is, but, yeah. Is it, do you love that all, you all three have something going that's completely different? I'm the only is one that, that has anything that's going on that's good. I mean, everybody else kind of sucks. Uh, just kidding. <laughs> no, those guys, are, those guys are so f-ing talented and um, successful at what they do and yeah. they're they're really good they're really driven and you know it's very rare to see um bands especially i mean probably from all eras but i know at least in my era uh, in the in the bands that we were surrounded with like continue on a musical path mm-hmm. where all the members are still actively doing music even the members that aren't you know with us anymore um like have left the band yeah. or, you know, we, we, um, we had to get rid of or, or whatever. Um, everybody is still active in music and doing well in music, which is kind of amazing that, you know, you got a group of guys from Boston that are still doing that and, you know, relatively successful. I mean, yeah. really successful. Like Paul, Paul's had like a bunch of number ones in country and it's like, where the, he's from Lemonster, Mass. Like, it couldn't be less country. It's like almost <laughs> like like this. It's almost like the city. You know, he's probably never picked up a shovel in his life. You know, <laughs> but but he's here. But he knows how to produce country songs, and he's really good at it. And then you know, Martin's been a, an amazing songwriter and producer for a long time. And I just happen to fall into commercials because I didn't realize that's how I was writing songs, anyways. You know, I was going to ask you that. That, that, that's so that's how you fell into you kind of fell into sync. It sounds. Yeah. Yeah. I I, uh, just basically like boys like girls was kind of off the road. And I was working at my then um, my my partner, uh, Morgan, at at the time. And we we started um, we started this band and that band turned turned into this like 10 person folk band sort of thing. But the songs were super syncable and I I don't remember how it just like organically happened and then we were in LA yeah and then we were like meeting with you know a bunch of different um like publishers and stuff like that and our my longtime manager um Brett was like he's, he always sounds like he's high it's really it's <laughs> like what's up dude um he's like yeah this is great for filming tv but I didn't know really what that meant, and then, you yeah. know, people would send us examples, and then we just had this little, like, sort of home studio, and then next thing you know, we have uh, some mega ads. We had, like, a couple Super Bowl spots, and mm-hmm. actually, one of the Super Bowl. that's how I 
partly moved to Nashville. We came here to shoot um, the four by four ever campaign for the Super Bowl. Love it. Yeah. So we came out here and we we're in like this big studio and I don't remember what studio. It actually might have been at Sony. Yeah, I think it was at Sony. And um, we were in Nashville. And uh, yeah, so, so uh, yeah, we started getting a bunch of commercials and then that became kind of the, the bread and butter. And then um, me and Morgan split, like, because he still lives in, in L.A. And uh, I moved here for like a year with Gabby. I was like, yeah, we're moving. Like, let's go. Yeah. You know, they didn't have anybody doing the sync thing sort of like in Nashville. And um, I was like, well, f- it, I'll do it. You know, they're like, hey, do you, let's you, go. You, you want to do this? And we did our first like Sony sync camp in Nashville. And and then um, I kind of traveled around for a minute, uh, bought this really big house. And lived there for six months and was like, fuck this. This isn't for me. It was like a, look at me, I made it house. Yeah. And uh, we didn't use it, and I was uh, just kind of unhappy, and we moved back to my farm for, like, a couple months during the winter. Great timing. Mm. No heat. I was going to say, I was, like, outside. literally, yeah. Yeah, that kind of thing. Wood stove. Um, and then we found the house that we live in now, which is completely eclectic and weird to our personalities kind of artsy it um, is very artsy definitely y'all's different. wallpaper choice i've got to say is like yeah, yeah you just yeah. never know where you're going to walk into next whether it's like a 70s cocaine bathroom or a you know or just a, like yeah it, it's really bizarre well there's like, like every room is well, very sh- very different <laughs> the shoot that me and gabby did i was like this is literally the perfect we didn't have to move anything yeah there's like yeah. different little like sections i was like we were like, yeah, like let's make this like a Las Vegasy sort of bathroom, and like let's make this bathroom like sort of like Miami Vice, and yeah, you know, we kind of like came uh, came together on some stuff. Um, cool. Yeah, so yeah. So how did you meet Paul and Martin initially? Okay, so like, and this is like really going way back, but like, yeah, um, I met Martin through my friend, my longtime friend Brent Mulligan. Um, Brent lived the town over from me in Norton, Massachusetts, and we used to do um, these little, like, shows, like, when we were kids, um, like, 14, 15, 16, maybe even younger than that. And we put on these, like, local shows at, like, VFWs and stuff like that, which I don't think people do anymore. And, like, it was awesome. We would have, like, you know, hundreds of kids would come through, and we would play shows, and me and Brent would go to this wings place in Norton Mass called Wendell's, which is like a total shithole. And but it's like they have like the best wings ever, and they've like won awards and all this. Shit. So we started hanging out, and Brent's uh, singer of his band quit. So when he quit, Brent found Martin. Okay. Somehow, right? And then. My band and Brent's band, with now Martin Singer, went on a tour. And me and Martin became really close. We would, like, um, hang out a ton. And and when our bands got off tour, we were like, we should should start a band together. Um, But it's a little fucking weird because of the politics involved. But I was like, you know what, though? Like, I put the time into my playing. And I know where I'm at versus 
the local level versus like the world mm-hmm. level. I think I do. Like I really fucking know my shit when it comes to drums. Um, and you want to be able to put that somewhere. You don't want to just yeah, yeah yeah. And I didn't feel like the other bands had anybody. And this is gonna sound cocky. I felt like I was far better than all of them as a, as a player. And I and I didn't feel like I had that same dedication and commitment from band members that I was, you know, the band I was in. Yeah. I felt like people were, you know, getting f***ed up or they just wouldn't show up on time or whatever it was, you know. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, doing everything. That's how it, that and then obviously, you know, the the playing aspect. And I thought Martin was of that same sort of, like, let's f- let's f- go let's do it not that brent wasn't now brent's a super go-getter and so were his bandmates some of them but like the there's like there's like the the level of like like i don't want i don't want to say world-class musicianship versus like local level versus i'm gonna also work hard yeah because you could have a guy that's like sort of mediocre but works really hard and he can get up to that level because you see it all the time. That's like Nashville's filled with that. Right. right. They show up, they get a good attitude, and they play the part, and they're a very, very good hired gun. You see it all the time. And that's awesome. Yeah. I felt, I didn't know that, number one, because I didn't live in Nashville. And this was like, this guy is the best guy by far that I've seen. He's the best guy. He's the most driven. He's been young, and he's he's been good. And I'm friends with them, and this is uncomfortable because I'm also friends with my f- friend Brent. I don't want to poach, but if he quits and he asks me, what am I to say? Right. Right? And he did. He quit. And that was, I didn't ask him to quit or whatever. He quit, quit the band. And he goes, I want to be in a band with you. And I said, well, we'll mm-hmm. see. I said, well, I, I would like that too. And he's like, but it can't be the band you know, you're in. So we started a band called Lancaster, and Lancaster was um, me, a couple of the guys from my band we were maybe trying out, and then we lived in this, like, shitty apartment in Taunton, Massachusetts, and our our first bass player moved in, um, Brian, who I I just actually hadn't seen him in years. I ran into him at Lowe's, which was kind of funny. (laughs) Like, hey, Brian. I haven't seen you in 10 years, you know, since, since, you know, whatever. So, uh, so Paul came into the picture because in the midst of like the band sort of transitioning, uh, I was doing a folky sort of project with this kid, Brian Hover, and he had a guitar player. He said, oh, this kid's awesome. Brian Hover introduced me to Paul. Okay. So when we were putting Boys Like Girls together, this is like the short story, um, I was like, Martin, uh, like I got the guy. I think I know this, I know the right guy. But he's like, Paul's is like 16 at this time. <laughs> he was 16. Paul comes Bless. in and it's like, this it. This is this is going to be awesome. And Paul's like a stud, you know, super good looking dude, super talented. I don't know what happened. I mean, what <laughs> he fell off the deep end. Let me tell you, um, but yeah. So then you know the three of us got in a room and um, it it 
really made sense, and we went on the road. And then on our first tour, I found out me and Paul were f***ing cousins. What? How did I not even, like, I didn't even know that. No one has well, told me that. Now, now I'm learning yeah, something along yeah. with the rest of you, so. Yeah, were, were you at their wedding? No, no I met... I met LJ last, literally last October. Okay. okay. So, right. yeah. Okay. So, my mother found out um, through my my late grandmother. She just passed away a couple months ago, but she decided she was going to die, so that's fine. Very Boston of her. Love I, it. Uh, yep. So, she's she, like, peace out, everybody. She's like, oh, I know the, the D. Giovanni's. That's uh, our part of our family, the D. Felice. I don't. I don't really know the whole <laughs> family tree, and I don't want to go down that road because I'll fuck it up. But <laughs> basically, we found out we're cousins by blood, um, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. I got the shit into the stick as far as the height goes. Paul's like six four. You know. You know. It is and what I'm it like is. Five two. I mean, maybe I don't know. A diverse uh, boy band. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. Thank God I'm you sitting need down. You three. They, the tree. <laughs> well, Mar- Martin and Paul are both like six four. Right. Right. And then they got their boots on and everything else. So like when we do photo shoots, because I'm I lied to myself. I, I would tell people I was like five eight for the longest time, and then I dipped it down to five seven. I'm not. I. You know, I'm having major days review right now because I think we talked about. I this. did. Oh, yeah, talk- that's why I'm bringing it up. We talked about it in the library. Yeah. Yeah, um, but, you know, it's, I, I would have to stand on a box a couple times or reduce photo shoots sitting down, <laughs> which is f***ing incredible. Thankfully, right. I was the drummer, though, and nobody right. cared enough where it was like, okay, like uh-huh. I, I could, you know, I knew my spot, which is good. So, um, sitting behind drums is, you know, you can sort of be any size, but I always feel like it's really goofy, though, when the drummer, like the drummer at Tool I don't know. You know the yeah, band yeah. He's like fucking seven feet tall. That's so aggressive. He's really tall. Yeah, I like I like a happy like kind of maybe. I don't like when they're too tall. It looks weird when they play. Like if you're like between five five and like five nine, I feel like that's a good rock and roll yeah. drummer. Yeah. Because the drums still look big, you know. But right. I, I had like the biggest drums ever. What? Why? So it's just like it's your territory, the, the you know. Complex. I love it. Yeah, so I love it. At least Gotta I'm honest it. with myself in my late thirties. Hey, would you say though that's like that's a way to make it in this industry is to be honest with yourself? I'm, I'm as honest because there's as I a come. lot of dishonest. Everybody's BS. lying about everything. <laughs> Bunch of liars. <laughs> and it's like I'm not trying to sound you know skeptic. Like there, no, no, nobody's out to get you or whatever. But yeah. like. Do you feel like being in this industry, part of it is really knowing yourself and knowing I mean knowing what you want. Knowing how to like be a you know, a politician, I think, is probably the smartest thing. Yeah. Um, in this industry. But I mean you gotta be fing good, but being a good politician, meaning like going out, doing the hangs, going to the especially in Nashville is even more different, but it's about being in the room with the right people and making them your their you know your friends. Yeah. Um, I'm. I don't have a lot of musician friends. Um, I do, but not like some people I know. Like that's all they hang out with is musicians. Right. And that's it. I just. I don't feel like, and I never felt like this. I never felt like I had a lot of co- in common. Like I don't want to talk about fucking drum sets. I don't. When people hit me up, I mean online, <clears throat> and they're like, "Hey, like, what kind of sticks do you use?" And what, I'm like, "I'll answer." 
but it's not like something I really like. I'm passionate. About. I'm passionate about playing, and I really enjoy playing, and I really enjoy learning, and I and I like being with my buddies and being in a band and that camaraderie. But like when it comes to like the like, let's talk about music. I could fucking yeah. care less. I just don't really like it. I don't even listen. I mean, I love music, right? But I don't really listen to music in my car. Like, really? I just okay. I'm silence. Sometimes that's good though. I I'll listen to my mixes of my songs and stuff like that because I'm a selfish prick. But <laughs> when it comes to like being like part of like a a group of like people that you'd hang out with, I have. I just don't have a lot in common with musicians. I feel like I don't. Like, we have a commonality in that we both like music and that we might write music. But outside of that, I, I can't really think of many people that I've been on tour with that I still talk to, other than the guys in my band. And a lot of people are different than that. Like, I'll have sessions with them, and we'll be like, yeah. oh, hey, remember when, you know, we went to Hooters and fucking, you know, right. you got 100 wings and fucking, you know, whatever. But, like, other than that, like, I don't know what, a, like, what do we, t what do we do? Like, I just want to talk about, like, fucking MMA, which is, like, not even close to music. Yeah. You know? Because that's get, what I like. Or football. No, but or I, like, I get that, though, because, like, I am around a lot of songwriters, musicians, and, like, I get in a sense where I'm in their industry, but I have, I have, a, like, really close friends that are in tech. Yeah. That or they're doctors or they're, yeah. you know, yeah. whatever, dermatologists. And it's like, it's so nice to every once in a while step outside the immediate world that I'm in. Yeah. And, but I feel like the, you know, in, in music specifically, yeah. to be very successful in music, at least from what I've seen, especially in Nashville, you have to be in that click. And if you're not, yeah. it's just not, it's not going to happen. Like you have to be part of that. You have to be good. But there's guys that are great that you've never heard of because they're not in that clique, you know? Yeah. Um, which is kind of interesting. Yeah. I feel like, you know, like, we, I would get set up with sessions and, you know, I, I, I'm not part of the clique necessarily, but I've had success. And, like, I'd be put in with people that are just, like, starting or, which is fine because you never, you might find You never a, know who they're going to yeah, be. Yeah, a diamond in a rough, but... More often than not, like, I'm showing them what my industry is, which ends up hurting me anyway. So, like, I'm not getting in the room with the people that I, like, should be yeah. in the room with because I'm not necessarily part of that clique, which is, is what it is. Like, I could be. I could, you know, but it's just like, I don't know. I just don't do it. I guess it's like the punk rock guy in me <laughs> or something i'm just like i don't know like it's like it's not interesting if it's not interesting i don't want to do it that's how i've always been it's like well you can make a ton of money doing that well it's i mean i love having money that's great it's always great to have an extra couple hundred bucks in your pocket or a couple million or whatever but i'm like not that's as soon as my motivation goes there it's just i'm unhappy yeah you know and I was there when I was, like, doing a million sessions in that old house. Because mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, well, I have this big house. Now I need this brand, you know, big car and, and everything else. And, you know, got to keep up with the Joneses, I guess. I don't know. Um, I guess, uh, yeah. I yeah. don't know where I'm going with this. But I got it. Oh, what I'm, well, my point was is that, like, if, if you, and this is cliche, 
if you like what you do, then, you know, it's, you'll never work another day in your life. I mean. So it's like, I just do things that I fucking like, like to do, you know? Do I get in all the best sessions? No. Do I go after them? No. And Could I make way more money? the click is going to change, though, is what I believe. The click always eventually changes. Yeah, maybe. So it's just like, yeah. why put the pressure on yourself of having to be, like, yeah, I have. I've been doing way. less music now than ever. I'm just like my focus has shifted on things that I really enjoy, and I feel like because I enjoy them, and when I'm passionate about something, I'm fucking all in. Yeah. I'm all in, and I'm gonna be good at it, or I'm just gonna like maybe maybe it's good to step away from stuff that you've been doing for so long, and to you know sort of like reinvigorate yourself and reinvent yourself. Because if you're not, then you're just gonna become boring. I think. Yeah. You know, maybe. Or maybe not shoot as high as you would have liked in that specific area. Yeah. 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 Because we get stagnant, you know, especially in songwriting. I know that like this time off, like I've always wanted to do sort of a solo sort of project. So I started the thing I was telling you about Johnny and the Maniac, which is like an indie sort of thing. And finding my voice in that has been really fun. But it's like, you know, like whenever something comes to me or a melody comes to me, then I'll just like put it in my phone. You know, or I just won't fucking think about music for like a couple weeks, but it's all been very organic. And that's what I love about the project is because it's like, man, like I'm thinking about that time that I was like in a fucking bathroom at a bar and I was doing drugs with somebody I didn't know and coming up with a business plan, smoking cigarettes, you know, and when I was 22, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, this might make an interesting song somehow. And then, you know, next thing you know, we have a song. Um, and it hasn't been like a forceful thing. Like when you get into a session and it's like, okay, we got to write about specifically maybe. So they sent us a brief and then, uh, you know, like Bon Jovi's looking for their new hit, you know, or (laughs) I never get those, but if I did, that would be awesome. (laughs) Then I would try it. But like, like home goods is looking for their new Right. theme song you know and it's like okay but it's like a little soul sucking at times yes you can do very well and make a lot of money and I do love it but I don't love it as much as I did probably because the financial gain on it hasn't right. been what it is so I've just kind of like you know I'm just kind of rolling with the punches and seeing where it goes well is there like a rough time frame of when people will get to hear from this new project it's just for me it's so. just for you no nobody's gonna no hear. one's gonna hear it ever. um <laughs> I, I was supposed to be done with it months ago but um there's just like a lot of editing and stuff um to do uh, as far as like my uh my partner uh chris yeah and i he's he's just got some more editing and then some mixing but we're, we're pretty close yeah you know and then i gotta yeah kind of put it out but it's like I don't even know how to fucking put music out anymore. Like, what do you do? Like, there's all this other, these other platforms that I, I still, people tell me what fucking TikTok is. I still don't get it because the same fucking thing as Instagram. I don't fucking know, but I'm supposed to be doing that. And I, like my social media, like, I just don't fucking do it. I don't like it. Like, I don't know, but that's what you have to do. Yeah. Apparently you do. Yeah. But you know, TikTok, I like for the voiceovers. That's literally it. But I, I have to space out time being on there. It's a really aggressive do platform. The, do you remember the beginning of TikTok? It, it was, was just too... It, it was called Musical.ly. Uh, oh, yeah. yes. So then, so then, do you remember the ads for TikTok after that? You remember like, the ads? There was this 
there was these like kids, like a girl and a guy, and it was like they advertised it really weird, like make a music video with your friend. And there was this little ad that I saw come up a million times, and I was like, what the <laughs> f is this? And it was this guy, and he was dressed kind of like a jester, and she was too, but they're on separate. In and then she would do it and it was just kept popping up i don't remember why that came up to my head it was so annoying yeah. now it's like it's that's TikTok the thing now. that's it's, everything it's a lot to keep up with for sure and i was talking actually with somebody about that today about there's also this pressure of like posting on a daily basis and engaging people yeah. and it's like for me there's only so much output that i can use so it's like if i'm going to use that time to be to put to you know, focus on output. I mm. want it to be quality. I don't want it to just be noise. Yeah. 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 That and it's like, you see here my list. <laughs> <laughs> I have retainers and it's my 15th time doing braces. Um, no. Third, Invisalign? Is third it Invisalign? Time. Well, I got, I had like headgear. Well, maybe this is my fourth. I had headgear when I was a little kid. Oh, wow. And then my parents, I don't I know, so I block it out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> trauma. <laughs> trauma, yeah. So then, oh, it was another thing about not having a lot of money. My parents, like, braces were like 1500 bucks or something like that when we were kids, right? So, yeah, my dad was a dentist, and so he had me, I had to have them in middle school. It was, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I had headgear, and my parents would make us make me get in the car after work, sitting, sit in two-hour traffic into Boston and then two hours back to go save, I think it was, like, literally, like, 300 bucks. But I'm like, you are f are f***ing stupid when I look back. I'm like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> like, the time. What about the time we spend? And then, like, going out to eat every time we had to go there, you know? And then, you know... Them get then they get a divorce and then like I still have the shit in my mouth and then my dad's like okay let's get you braces and then we get braces and I'm a fucking senior in high school and I'm like this <laughs> you know I'm like yeah. you know right. I just want to like bring a girl on a date but I'm too scared because I have like canker sores all <laughs> mouth <It's>... and fuck <laughs> and fuck, uh, peanut butter and jelly in my braces <laughs> and those know? those awful. Um, what were they like th for floss? Like there's a special little thing that you had to like stick in between. Yeah, it was just it, it was it, all bad. It's, so oh, then I finish my braces, my teeth look great, and I lose my bottom retainers. But I have no money to fucking go get new ones. And my parents are like, "Well, you're you're fucking 18, so you figure it out." So I'm like, "Oh, they look fine." And then eventually my teeth start to, to shift, not terribly, but I had really bad teeth. I had like three rows of teeth, like a shark. Like, dense, really crazy dense. I yeah. still have baby teeth. Yeah. Well, you know what's crazy is, like, if I don't wear my retainer for, like, a certain amount of time, I'll get a headache from not, like, my yeah. teeth still shift. Yeah, they, they will constantly shift. Your nose yeah. will get bigger and your ears, ears yeah. will continue to grow. So, I go, uh, I, I forget my retainers and then, uh, well, lost it for years and then I'm like man my teeth have moved a lot maybe I should get Invisalign and this is like a year ago yeah so I find a nice new dentist East Nashville family dentistry they're great shout out no seriously they're I I love my dentist she's awesome um and I'm like yeah I think I want to get Invisalign um so they're like okay and I'm almost done and then the country shuts down so I have like three more trays left after 17 weeks of doing this perfect 
Like, she's like, you're like the best Invisalign. You're like on time. You can do all the shit you're supposed to do. You wear them the right amount of time, you know, and then the country shuts down and I have my last retainer and I need to go get my other ones, but right. they need to do another check and like, you know, to any, anything you sort of like unhappy with, um, they'll go back through or whatever, but I couldn't get in there. So then I, I'm still with this one retainer and now these, have you ever had Invisalign? I've never had Invisalign. I do have those. So I lost my bottom retainer. Yeah. Like I randomly broke it. Like, a couple months ago, and I went home, and they gave me a kind of Invisalign type retainer. Yeah, yeah. And so it's clear on the bottom, and then I wear the typical, like, wire oh, one on that top. That looks like shit. It looks You should take a photo <laughs> and post it. You're like, check me out. <laughs> it's so, it could not be more opposite. Look at me. But it's like, this Hi. is what I'm stuck with. So yeah. it's like, eh. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Yeah. I was almost done, and then country shut down, and I went... Uh, well, I couldn't go to get my final retainers, and then my dog and my dog ate my homework. Your dog, and yeah. Dogs ate my retainers, so then they sh started shifting back. I went in. They're like, "Yeah, okay. Well, we got to get your last couple in." Yeah. They put in the whatever that mushy, gushy stuff is. You bite down. They go to get your new retainers. Now, for some reason, when they did that, it what the mold wasn't right, and they were. Everything no. was like going slower because the mail was slower and everything else. So then I had to do it again. And then that one didn't work. So then I had to do it a third time. No. Right? So now my teeth had really moved. Like my bottoms just like went back to like what they were when I started. Like literally went back. And then they had to get this like file because there wasn't enough room between the teeth and like file in between my teeth. And I literally was, oh, God, it gives me, that the, just gives me the willies. It was terrible. But finally we got through it, and I'm on tray number eight. So okay. I have, yeah. I'm, like, almost halfway there. So, yeah, guys, don't, don't be doing Invisalign until after the country opens up. They look straight. Keep it up. Like, keep, keep it going, guys. They're getting there. Getting there. My neighbor, yeah. John Luke, this guy who's a real woodsman, he, yeah. uh, he ripped all his teeth out with pliers when we were kids and then, like, got fake teeth. He's like, well, I'm not, you know, it's like $1,000 a, a tooth or something like that. And he fucking ripped them all out. Why would you? He was, it was fucking insane. He was insane. He was a roofer. Yeah. But a far, like, a real farm guy. And my dad was, like, a city guy. But, um, anyway, yeah. So he ripped all his teeth out and got new <laughs> teeth. They looked beautiful. I mean, props yeah. to him, but, like... It's the best when you see people, like, get... They're like, oh, man, I want to get... What is it? Uh, veneers? Veneers, yeah. We, and you can tell which ones are, like, legit. Like, you can just tell good veneers, the quality. There's good veneers, and then there's people that... They look like the guy from, like, Something About Mary. And they're like, you know... That, or it's like, look like they went I've to seen, a nail I saw, salon. I saw one of those recently, and I was like... With somebody, and I was like, whoa. <laughs> hey... <laughs> Can we talk about the fake grills that people buy? Yeah. To like, what do you think about this? I, I think it's opinion. really kind of foolish, but to each their own. Um, I know Gabby, Gabby and Alyssa. So we threw Gabby's uh, 30th birthday party and Alyssa's like, let's go get grills. Um, 
to Gabby and they went and got grills and they showed up and we were like, surprise. And they both have like, (laughs) (laughs) that's amazing. Yeah. I think it's like a, I don't know. I don't really get it. I've tried putting one in. I'm like, this sucks. Like, I don't want to fuck up my teeth anymore. Yeah. Like, what if they don't mold to your teeth? Like, then, I don't know. I get really freaked out. What if it out. gets stuck or yeah. like what? I'm not, yeah. Yeah. Not trying to put an extra in here. No, I don't need any more. No. I get like horse teeth as, as it is, you know? Yeah. 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 So take care of your teeth, guys, is what we're trying to do. This yes. is actually the whole point of this episode. Yes, it's just, absolutely. Yeah, Rush. understand. I never had a cavity up until I was 36. Ooh, props to you. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, f***ing four. It's it's. And random, I'm like, yeah. I f***ing went and br- bought an electric toothbrush because you told me, like, hey, you're getting older, you got to brush your gums better so you don't have, like, the receding gums thing. I had that twice. Yeah. The, it's and I, it's scary, and I yeah. was like, "What's going to happen? Am I my face going to fall off?" And I'm like, "Well, it happens with age, and like you know, just wear and tear. And if you're not brushing correctly, and you smoke, or you know, drink a lot of coffee, or all the different, all the things, or eat too much Captain Crunch, and it rips all your shit off. You know, you know, you know, yeah, you know. Um, so yeah, so I bought an electric toothbrush and." Uh, and you're taking care of yourself during and this quarantine. I'm doing all this good stuff. And then it's like, oh, and by the way, it looks like we got four cavities. I was like, and a root canal. <laughs> and I was like, what the f- did I do to deserve this? I went and did everything you said. Yeah. You're on your way. I'm you're, good now. You're, you're I'm good, good now. I'm good. You're great. Yeah. I brush yeah. my teeth like 15 times a day. I'm like a madman. Finally, because I never did before. Looked like I brushed my teeth with a Snickers bar. <laughs> but now you're here. But you now up. You've I'm learned. Here. Yes. Um, and you'll be on your way uh, on tour next year. We'll be ready. Have your toothbrushes ready. I think so. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. We'll see. Have We're you ever seen those, there. like, smile? I mean, those, like, those, like, glow, like, and blue light things? Yes. They're awesome. Okay, are they? Because I have not. Oh, it's I have legit. so. Glow makes one. I need to do that then. Oh, it's because I'll bleach them, but I don't. It hurts. I don't like it. I it's got ble- I've gotten bleach kits twice, and then I stopped doing it because they they initially bleach it for you, and I literally almost crashed my car because of the tooth pain. Like I'm super sensitive to the tooth pain stuff, and uh, my dentist she uh, she's like, try this. You won't have any. And she's like, you can do it four times a day, and it's just like, holy. It's the best thing ever. I'll send you a link. Uh, yeah, I need a link to that because yeah. I'm, I'm trying to get rid of, I feel like there's like a, yeah. I'm, I want to be sponsored by them so bad that I'll post on my Instagram story that I am. Oh you know what? I, I want to know how many people have fake sponsors on Instagram. Well, I do fake sponsors all the time. I'm like That's 90% so off. And I'll do like, <laughs> have you seen those things where they're like dancing and stuff? Like <laughs> like Rob Gronkowski. I'm like, I'm just going to start doing this and see what happens. Swipe up everybody. Yeah. Free code. Swipe, I have a swipe up, so you never know. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'll just take people's credit card information. There's so much going on in the world that I feel like I, if I'm not greedy, could get away with it. Honestly? There's a lot. There's a lot of drama going on in the world. Yeah. yeah. I just f***ing incriminated myself, though. Yeah. Yep. Well, I'm going to end on one last note here. <laughs> sure. What is, I want to know how you're dealing with the, the, with the noise in the world as a creative. I know you said you're off your phone a lot. Yep. But I think we need to reiterate to the people how... Do you mentally manage with everything going? Because it's it's a different... Choose a side. One is right. One is wrong. I mean... Well, I believe that... <sighs> okay. So, I believe that both sides are necessary. Yeah. For noise. And 
we have you have your your you have your liberals and your conservatives and they both need each other because the liberals more often than not will come up with the idea okay and the conservative will take the idea and they'll be able to go boom 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 and this is how we do it yeah so i think that we need we need that but we need to find some sort of balance in between and we need to stop fucking going on and posting a bunch of shit. like if you say anything someone's going to come after you so maybe just don't say anything it's good to voice your opinion but if you don't voice your opinion you're this or that so if you're just off of it altogether maybe that will help or be able to have a conversation and not like the problem is like i think everything is like loaded right yeah. so i post this and this is like a loaded snippet of what of what is really going on so then somebody sees it and they don't read it right yeah. and then you get attacked and they show 50 examples of why you're wrong and this person's racist or this person isn't racist and because he's not racist he is racist or something like that it's right yeah it's, right yeah so i feel like people just maybe need to like take a fuck walk just take a walk and get listen outside. Listen to music. Or honestly. listen to music or listen to, you know, just step away from it. For it, it, is, it is super important to, like, know what's going on in the world. But it's really tough to decipher when it's, like, there's name calling and there's, like, the, 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 um, the ideas from each side or, like, it's it just, I don't know where I fucking fit in in it. Other than, like, I believe that there's some really good stuff here. There's some really good stuff there. And ultimately, the trajectory should be to be good. And I think that's probably, I believe that human beings are good in nature. That's where everybody wants to go. And it's probably, a lot of it's coming from a good place. There's obviously stuff in the bad places on either side and even in the middle. But I would like to see people just kind of, like, come together. Um, World peace, baby. But yeah, um, just this is a great time to explore and and see what's out there and kind of like listen, just listen, maybe not say anything, just kind of listen, you know? I just talked a ton, and you listened. You did a great job. Thank you. <laughs> it's my job to listen. Yeah, you know, yeah. and then respond. Aqu- I won't. Ha- I won't have good responses if I don't listen. Period. Yeah, I talk yeah. a lot, so which is helpful for me because then I don't have to. Like, yeah, this is. I, I love doing podcasts. They're fun. Well, this was super fun to have you on the show. No, I'll I see you it. next week. See you next week. See you next year. Who knows? I mean, um, I gotta say really quickly though, I listened to a bunch of boys like girls songs today. You did. I'm I'm impressed with myself because I remember more words than I thought I would. I don't know any I of the words. I was like, how do I? I caught myself sick. I was like, how do I remember? Like, I like that you know them, but like when they would they would do like interviews with us sometimes, and they'd be like, no, John really doesn't know the words, the songs, and they would like quiz <laughs> me, and I'm like, I don't fucking know. I'm like, I don't fucking pay attention to that. You pay attention to the beats. No, that's what I'm doing. Yeah, like, but I'm like, I don't fucking know what you guys are whining about in this emo band you know like whatever fucking cry i don't care i just want to play my drums i'm just kidding they're not cry baby follow suit yeah i love those i guys. love it yeah so go follow john keith on instagram john blg is yeah your... john blg at john blg and then boys like girls and you'll see just a bunch joined. of pictures of me doing martial arts and not <laughs> caring about music i love music but not the focus right now it's all about the wood and martial arts
and landscaping. And la- yeah, well, I did landscaping. <laughs> I have a f-ing, an old uh, lawnmower on my ta- uh, a tattoo of an old lawnmower on my arm that says "Never Again" because I was a what? landscaper for like fifteen years. That's amazing. Yeah, always a reminder. Yep. Yeah. But now I'm f-ing cutting my neighbor's lawn just because he doesn't do a good job. And Call he John. He knows. Insane. It's gonna follow you. Yeah, it's gonna follow it's you. Anyway. All right. Well, thanks, John, for being yep. on the show. Thank you. Thank you all for watching. Uh, yeah. Take care and have a great weekend. Hell yeah.